Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Back to the Office podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Back to the Office, the show where we journey back to Slough's premier paper merchants, Wernham Hog, where life is stationary. Now, Chris, I have to tell you, I've listened back to our episode one a couple of times and thoroughly bloody enjoyed it. I knew this was going to be an absolute passion project and, you know, I'm loving it. And honestly, once we were done, I couldn't wait to get on to episode two now. No, me neither, Dave. I genuinely... You know, we, we have busy schedules, we both work, we do it all in our spare time. But with this one, I'm like praying we've got the time to sit down because I just want to watch the whole series and, and we're doing it properly where, all right, we've seen it loads of times, but we're going to watch each episode and then record and then go to the next one because it'll just dilute it. Mr. Useless here cannot differentiate between any episodes as our Daredevil reviews and things like that in the past day. We've done series, I jump all over the place. I start episode one and we're on fucking episode seven, seven by the second minute. So this is perfect for me. But yeah, I could, I was in stitches. That first episode when you sent it me, I was crying because obviously we both dual edit, don't we? And you know, you're, you're on this one. And I was, I was like, Dave, send it me, send it me. Like, it's brilliant. I'm like, don't send it me. And honestly, <laughs> I've been pissing myself laughing. It's the fucking stories that we came up with were unbelievable. And they're all true. I, I, honestly, that just makes it for me when we're just completely doing it, just riffing off each of it. It's so funny. Yeah, absolutely, it was. And um, well, I guess be, before we get into the episode, then, because the the theme of this one seems to be, you know, a bit of sexism, a bit of porn in the workplace. You know, the, <laughs> it seems to be rife throughout the episode. So, before we get into the episode itself, come on, Chris, you've got to have a story for us on this one. <laughs> I have a story about <laughs> porn in the office, Dave. So. Everybody, pull up a chair. Again, I am not bullshitting. This is a 100% genuine story. So <laughs> around about 2002, 2003, I've, I mentioned I worked at a telecoms company. I'm still there. And it gets to like a, it's a Tuesday. So I was the sort of purchasing manager by default because my boss had pissed off and gone to one of the competitors. So I sort of end up doing her job because no one else knew how to do it. And I was in there and I'm learning the job and, Tripping up over myself a bit because she'd gone and not really shown me a lot of what I needed to know. And I probably couldn't be arsed learning, if I'm being honest as well. So it's probably 50-50. <laughs> and I'm doing this job. And it wasn't like now where, and you'll remember this yourself, Dave, you, you always had an intranet, but you never necessarily had an internet computer. Mm-hmm. And where I sat in the office, I'm facing all the Bell and salespeople. And I'm there, me and the buyer, my assistant's next to me. And then behind us is this PC, which was the internet PC. It was the only one in the whole office. And this company was a staunch, uh, run by a staunch Jewish family, Dave. Proper, uh, like, you know, they had a kosher kitchen, everything. Like, really, no, I I embraced it all. I love working with with everyone. They're such good people. And we we all worked. We had a great laugh with each other. Loads of football banter, things like Loads of United City fans, Liverpool fans. There was all sorts of, it was a great mix of people for that. When it comes to work, the salespeople were tossers. But as people, it, it was a great bunch. And... Basically, I'm sat there at my desk working and I actually sent you a picture, Dave, which which we'll have to put on our Twitter, <laughs> me looking like David Brent. And the whole picture was a David Brent ripoff from 2002 because there's actually a Man United picture of the team 2002-2003. So it's around 2002-2003, this picture. And right where I'm stood, I've got my foot on my desk taking the piss, David Brent's down. There's a PC, there's literally a PC just out of the shop behind me. And everyone used to go on that to look for stock, products, try and get me to, you know, to, to basically, they'd sit behind me and go, Chris, any chance you can get this product? And I'd have to go and try and get source of price from the supplier and all that. Mm-hmm. That's my job. So we all, everyone had access to this PC, but it wasn't like now where you've got PC on your, you know, your internet on your computer. So it gets like a Tuesday and I get like a phone call, go, uh, Chris, can you come upstairs? And it's like the managing director. And he's, a, I said to him in episode one, he's an absolute arse. So when he saw his number come up, you were like 500, I think it was, you were like, oh, fuck me, here we go. And so I went upstairs and I've got, he's in there, the sales director, and he was like my boss and then HR woman. So I'm like, and he had a massive boardroom, Dave. He had a bigger fucking boardroom than the offices, you know, because it was his building and everything. 
So I go in and they're like, hey, Chris, can you just sit down? So I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, fuck me, I'm getting the bullet here. You know, I'm going to get sacked. I'm thinking, what the hell have I done? He went, look, we've got a bit of a, um, a, a, it's a bit of a delicate situation and we don't want to alarm you, but we need some answers. So I'm thinking, oh my God, what have I done? Have, I, have, I, have, have we like been making no profit? Because I set all the pricing, you see. So I'm thinking, fucking, straight away, I'm thinking of my job, thinking, have I set the pricing to like, so we're making no profit on hundreds yeah. of these headsets to call centers. I'm really panicking. And he just fucking goes, the director, you, you dirty bastard. And I'm like, what? And he's going, I'm, and I'm, I'm, so I'm always like dead respectful, Dave. And you know me, I'm not thingy, but if I know I've done nothing wrong, I will fucking go then. I completely will go. And, and, and he's going, you, that fucking PC, what have you been looking at? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And I've really started going then. They'd never seen me lose oh. my temper. You fucking on all the porn sites. So I'm going, I've not been on any porn sites. So we got into a bit of a, a little bit of a slanging match. I proper was fuming. I was like, there's no way I'd get caught fucking wanking myself at work, Dave. Anyway, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask questions when, when we yeah, get yeah. further in, but I'm <laughs> like, I'm intrigued as to where this is going. So, 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 no, so I'm fuming, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you cheeky bastard. So, so he's going, you on that computer, it's, it's right behind you. And I went, hang on, I said, I'm not the only one who's got access to this fucking PC. So he's going, Get out now, he goes, fucking, he goes, if you had my way, I'd sack you. So I'm like livid. I slam the door. I go downstairs and everyone knows I'm Mr. Like, calm. I don't lose me right. Everyone's like, what's up? And I'm like, fuck off. Just get out. You leave me alone. Like this, one of the lads come over being a dick. And I was like, I am really going to throw you through this wind if you carry on. <laughs> so I composed myself, got myself back and I, I fucking calmed myself down. I, I went back upstairs and I went, right. I said, so if I've been looking at porn on, on this internal PC, right? Because I'd be that stupid to do it in work, obviously, because I come in early every day. And I said to you last week, I came in every day every early before anybody and I'd run yeah, all yeah. these reports and that. I said, what times is it? Anyway, I said, what? I went, so the IT guy must know what time that I've been looking at these porn sites. Yeah, you have. It's definitely you. What time? He went, uh, I'll get back to you. I went, yeah, yeah, you come back to me. So so like the, the HR woman's going, and I'd never stood up to this guy ever. And the HR woman's going, look, just calm down, everyone. And so, <laughs> fucking next minute, I get called up to the sales director. The managing director would not face me, Dave. He went, uh, hiya, Chris. Um, I said, when is it? You better tell me now, because I'm not fucking letting this go. He went, I said, these other people use this computer. I said, fucking criticizing and accusing me for I've even fucking had, you know, any course to go back. And so he goes, um, he doesn't want to face you. I went, why doesn't he want to face me? And he's, and this guy was the most argumentative person I've ever met. He went, went what day was it, Steve? He went, he's called Steve, what's it, Steve? He went, um, I went, I know when it was. And he twigged straight away. He went, was it, was it this last Saturday? And we never work weekends. I went, mm. went, what? I went, was it this this last Saturday just gone? He went, uh, yeah, how do you know? I said, about six, half six. He went, how do you know that? I said, because his son runs the fucking car park, official Manchester United car park <laughs> for, for United. And I bet he's been, and he went, yeah, Dave, you have never seen a fucking carpet have so much shit thrown under it. That fucking director was my best mate. <laughs> he was like, you dirty little bastard. So his son's there tossing one off on a Saturday night when no one's in the office. Because he had the keys to the building because it was an official car park they used to run with United. And I was like, ah, Dave, you know, proper fucking kissing me fingers and everything. I went up and I saw him about a week later and he tried to fob it off. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I was only, and I was like, no, you wasn't. I went, you need to get your facts right before you start thinking. But it was one of them things. It went round the whole place, didn't it, Dave? And his son won't come in the office after that. It was fucking <laughs> brilliant. But for about an hour, I was ready to fucking kick these guys. I was fuming, but yeah. So I was like, yeah, got you, you bastard. So you know I, what, yeah. though? That is such a Brent-like story, isn't it? Especially <laughs> yeah. from this episode, this Huge parallels to that, you know. Was, was his son called Chris Finch? <laughs> Chris, he was called Trist Phelps, I think. <laughs> that is true, Dave. God's on my life. That is the God's honest truth. And I was like, you bastards, you know what I mean? You absolutely were going to sack me for watching porn in work, and it wasn't even me. Oh, Fucking dear. son, brilliant. Fucking brilliant. And obviously doesn't quite know that everything's logged by the IT department. <laughs> so 
Dave, someone who delol uh, all fucking hate or whatever, he delete history at home. I know exactly how you get rid of the search stuff, yeah. Dave. <laughs> I'm sure we'll come on to that. So um, I, I can't really top that one, I don't think. But I will say, I, I do remember, uh, again, you're looking at early 2000s, so I don't think things are... You know, everyone's not as mature as they are now with using the internet. So you got, you know, people who aren't as clued up, I guess, who, who may be searching for things. I remember this one guy, he'd shared his whole C drive. Because, you know, when you're doing development work, so like programming and stuff, you sometimes need to just share files and, and build packages and things like that. So, you know, this guy... <laughs> He shared his whole C drive, and then someone, I, I can't even remember, it was one of those things, you know, where rumor spreads around the office, yeah. like wildfire, and it turns out in his, like, C dollar temp or something like that, was this fucking gif of this uh, this uh, she-male couple, this trans couple going <laughs> at it. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. And um, so, yeah, it was one of those where basically I think everyone in the whole building knew that this thing had, had been shared. But it was around about the same time. There's actually a, a little program that, that we used to use to, to use the email server to send messages. It's called Blat. And uh, basically you just... It's, it's an executable file, and you just send it certain parameters. So I could say, uh, send uh, to Chris Phelps at whatever your email is, uh, from the queen at gmail.com or something like that. And then you could just yeah. type the message and, uh, that you had to send. And uh, sent my best mate at the time this really... Uh, really good worded email that I spent ages trying to wordsmith and get right about how he'd been picked up <laughs> viewing deviant material on the internet. <laughs> and it was one of those. So I sent it to him. And I know, because everyone, you know, they've got their email open all the time, haven't they? And so I sent it to him. And so I kind of looking across the office he's just he's just fucking white and just doesn't say anything to anyone at all and I'm going across and like you alright? he's like yeah yeah I'm fine kept <laughs> it going for hours and hours and in the end I, I just felt so bad and just had to come clean but um oh that was fucking brilliant his arse was twitching like a rabbit's nose it was just <laughs> fucking hilarious you know I've got one other one and he's not really he's sort of not really <laughs> off the train, but I outed me mate right, by mistake you know going on fucking different things Dave so as I said to you last week I was used to be the master of the voice and say on the VHS my impressions are terrible but dead straight I am the guy I mean used to use the name Dave Wallace that's my alias when I'm winding someone up I only ring my mate up and I, and he was uh, Rick was a Cockney, so he didn't understand he didn't get a lot of the Mancunian accents. Even though we were good mates, he couldn't really differentiate between different people, you know, at times. I only ring him and go, uh, I went, uh, hello there, yes, this is uh, and I literally didn't change my voice at all. I said, This is Dave Wallace from Virgin Media. <laughs> and he's going, All right, yeah, yeah. And I went, Yeah, yeah. Um you, we've got um, a, a couple of anomalies with your your pay your bill paying thing, right? So he's like Right, yeah, yeah. So I said, um, you, you've ordered a couple of um, the adult movies over the last couple of months and we haven't charged you, right? So I'm waiting for him to go, fuck off, Chris. I've got you. I've got it on loudspeaker while Sam's there pissing myself. And he goes, oh, look, uh, can we keep this quiet? I didn't know he'd done this. And he went, you know what it's like when the missus goes out, you're feeling oh. a bit lonely. <laughs> you just pay for a couple of things. He went, can I pay for them now on my card? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Sam's <laughs> loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> got him banged to fucking right. <laughs> Gonna oh. pay for it now though. He's fucking idiot. But yeah, he never forgive me for that. He never forgive me, Dave. <laughs> oh dear, it's great when you can uh, <laughs> stitch up stitch your best <laughs> But um, but anyway, right. So Chris, 
Right, we get into the episode and we start off, we've got a new starter, we've got uh, Donna and she's on work experience and, and Brent is awkwardly trying to show her the ropes and he's got no actual idea what he's doing, he's kind of like, well there's a clock and whatever. Goes to show her the the answering machine, and uh, you know you've got all these people who are clearly trying to get hold of him, and you know Brent's just like yeah whatever. People are like, can you call me back? He's like no, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he goes to pretend to throw it out the window, and then almost fumbles it. <laughs> it's just it's being such a dick. But did you recognise the girl, Chris? I didn't, but she is very pretty, Dave. I'll give her that. She is indeed. Um, it's actually Sally Breton. Have you ever watched Not Going Out with no. Lee Mack? Never seen it. Have you not? Oh, it's, it's quite funny, actually. It's quite good. So she's she's in that, and she's like the love interest for, for Lee Mack's character. But um, you've never watched it, so <laughs> it's fallen <laughs> flat a little bit now. So... I mean, we go straight in from there. Uh, So, you know, Brent's running his staff meeting and he's introducing Donna to everyone. Uh, There's still this thing of being being made redundant and uh, you've got the old talking heads. Brent's talking about, you know, people having a laugh and, you know, people should to change their rule book he's getting the, a reference to the sword of damocles in there you know so again he's he's picking up these things about you know that he's probably heard other people trying to make himself uh sound quite clever but what what do you reckon to this whole staff meeting chris it's fucking hilarious dave i i literally was pissing myself <laughs> it's absolutely amazing so obviously it, like you say he goes on about donna's daddy goes uh, it's my best mate uh thinking in lane and uh he's a copper and he's not just a copper he's a bloody big you know, he's a bloody big bugger <laughs> so hands off right but then <laughs> the jokes start though they keep straight away do you want to be some swollen goods love then <laughs> And he gets to fucking bed. He goes, I wouldn't mind escaping up for someone. And he just goes, get, get out. out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> and then, uh, he asked Dawn and she goes, I'm kicking him in the bollocks. And then she goes, oh, feminist. And then Gary goes, yeah, I think you should take your bras off. What? I mean, I mean burn get the bras. Bra goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Get your bra off. And then, then like, sort of, touch, it's the way you touch his Gary's arm. He goes, good point. You know, and it's a fucking shit show. That Donna doesn't say a word. She's just there, a jaw on the floor, like, what the fuck am I doing? And I think, Dave, that the way fucking uh, Ben walks out of that office, he's like that fucking gif of that bloke where he's got his head down and he's been told off and he's walking. <laughs> it looks like Jim Carrey would do it. It's fucking brilliant. That whole scene, there's no way... 20 years later, you could get away with anything. You'd be on a final written warning for some of the shit. That tunnel bit, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's so much that's uncomfortable in this episode. I, I, I'm not sure anyone would be working at this company anymore <laughs> by the time <laughs> HR have fucking been through them. But, um, I mean, the thing is, it's Brent who sets the tone, doesn't he? He, he puts it out there about her dad you know, being a, a bloody big bloke, and so hands off, he's immediately taking it to that place where, you know, <laughs> he's, he's setting that context of, like, a sexual relationship kind of thing. So, you know, and then everyone else just kind of plays up to it. Fucking Keith, I love that. Do you want to receive some swollen goods, love? <laughs> <laughs> when he he says get your bra off and and then sorry sorry burn your bra but i didn't pick up on this ever before but it's the way because you've got multiple people talking at the same time and and then after he says sorry burn your bra and he's like obviously keep your t-shirt on like like charlie dimmock Ground force was massive around this time. We used to always watch Alan Titchman. She never had a bra on. She had, oh, you should always see she having nipples out, didn't she, Dave, in them episodes? Me and Sam watched it all the time. I didn't watch it on my own, by the way, but me and Sam used to watch it all the time. And it was, it, that was like Charlie Dimmitt's thing, wasn't it? Not wearing a bra. Yeah. 
I mean, and I guess for our American listeners, if we if we have any, you know, Charlie Dimmick. I mean, she was. What would you say she was? Forties ish at, at the mm. time, you know, and she was she was a larger she was a larger lady. She's not fat. She's just on the larger side, and like you say, she she had rather big breasts and uh, mm. used to you know hammer away at the garden um, <laughs> clearly without a bra on it. And it used to be just one of those things to take the piss, didn't it? But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd missed that reference from Gareth before. It's fucking, yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible and and then you get brent he's showing donna around the office and and gareth is just being such an absolute creep isn't it he's like saying no uh maybe she should sit here and he's saying to tim you know you can move and uh again gareth just makes me cringe so much but this chris is where we actually get the gun or the phone holster. Yes. Yeah, I, I forgot. I got it wrong, didn't I? And it's when Tim says, what are you going to do, phone me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I, I actually think uh, Gervais's Clint Eastwood impression's not bad at all, I think. You know, he, he says, he gets the phone, doesn't he? And he's doing the old, nah, how many calls did I make? <laughs> I thought he was pretty good. lucky, yeah. But what I liked around this bit is, again, you get Brent talking to the camera and he's saying, would you rather be thought of as a funny man or a great boss? It's not mutually exclusive. And I love the way he just says, uh, if you ask me to name three geniuses, I'd not say Einstein, Newton, you know. <laughs> he can't even mention three names. No. He's, like, he's like, for me, it'd be Milligan, please, Everett. <laughs> Sessions, he says. He's <laughs> such a novice. This is where the comedy bit of it comes in, though, when he actually thinks he's got this platform to be a fucking comedian. It's like his life ambition, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But this, Chris, this plays into our stories from a little bit earlier. Brent shows uh, Donna, and it's quite intrusive, wasn't it? Because there was just one of the ladies working there, and he's trying to show Donna, oh, this is what happens if a new email comes in. Oh, look, we've got a new one. Clicks on it, and then you get the reaction of like, oh, what's happened? <laughs> It's clearly porn. It's clearly, you know, uh, David Brent's head on this thing. But the bit that cracks me up, Chris, is when he's like, who else has seen this filth? Everyone in the office puts their hand up, including Joan. The cleaner. (laughs) You don't even have email. He's like, someone printed it out for me. And he's like, what is it he says? He says something about the men. Uh, you know, if he catches him, who he who did it, or something like that. But then he suddenly gets into this jumbled word soup, where he's he suddenly realizes he says it could be it could be women as well. You know, I'm not saying it's all equal. And then he ties himself up in knots, and then he just ends up. He says, women are dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looks at the camera, doesn't he? And he goes, "I don't know anyone." He's just like, <laughs> you know what, though, Dave? I fucking buzz. I have got a, watching this again. That I have got a massive crush on Jennifer. I'll be honest with you. Oh, absolutely. I am. Um, yeah, I mean, she she is <laughs> she is Stunning. incredibly good. Before we get to Jennifer, though, because this is where it gets really, really uncomfortable. You get uh, Brent again. He's he's talking to the camera. He's got Gareth there, and he said, "Oh no, I think it's later with Gareth, isn't it?" And he says, "You know, he's talking about. Look, you can just type in sex fetish." <laughs> and he says, 2,230 results. Very clear. This was two thousand and one. I, I dread to think how many uh, uh, million results you'd get now." I, yeah. In fact, no, no, it, it, Gareth was there, wasn't he? Because he says, Dutch girls must be punished for having big boobs. <laughs> and he's like, you do not push, punish anyone, Dutch or otherwise, for having big boobs. And he just pulls this ridiculous face. 
<laughs> I don't even know how you could do an impression of it. It's just this weird... I, I, I can't even describe what the hell he is trying to do, but it is just a fucking genius, Chris. It is, because Gareth just says, if anything, they should be the audience yeah. know, they should be equal. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth is such a knobhead, isn't he? He's so good. He is, and I know he's, he's trying to go for the comedy thing later on in the series with Finch, but him and Gareth together are gold, Dave. Really, yeah. Gareth is fucking... He's come more and more in this episode about him being a team leader. And as I'm a team leader at work, Dave, it's like, fucking, I'm not that bad, am I? You know, like, it's just everything. I'm a team leader. I'm a team leader. It's like, oh, mate... <laughs> Yeah, when he when he's going at Tim about because I'm a team leader, <laughs> I, I can tell you what to do. Again, you've met people like that, haven't you? you? You know people who just with a bit of a title, they they think they can just boss other people around. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I must admit, you know, I'd forgotten how good Gareth was, and like we were saying in the last episode, you know, if he was actually. Um, you know, if he was a bigger, more muscular, just generally bigger bloke, it, it wouldn't have come off as well. But the fact that he's this little skinny dweeb, it just makes it so, so bloody perfect. <laughs> but, and speaking brilliant. of which, you know, Brent's giving Gareth this pep talk, isn't he? And he's saying, you know, you know, from from the top, word from the top is hands off. And then they go through this bit of a back and forth because Gareth's saying, look but don't touch, you know. And then he just, he pauses for a second and he goes, what if she's up for it? <laughs> <laughs> it just goes off, doesn't it? It's just like flicks of the next scene. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Oh, honestly, it's so good. Because then, then you get the whole, and it's all these like little set set pieces that just move the story on as if it's all within one day. It's fucking brilliant. But then Tim's trying to do the moonwalk and when David yeah. comes over and he's blaming it on the carpet and everything, because obviously he can't do it. And he's yeah, like, yeah, it's not, not right. It's not, it's not right. Yeah, it's not right. But if you think about it, Dave, he does a joke about Michael Jackson and George Michael and they're both bloody dead now. You know, yeah, like at the yeah. time they were both alive, 2009, 2016 for both of them. So it's like, wow. You know, it doesn't make a difference because... It doesn't really um, ding him, but it's just the joke. The, the one about bubbles with West Ham, I've heard that so many times in the 90s, Dave. It's so bad. And the fucking George Michael one is ridiculous. But the fact that he says Michael Jackson gets it wrong, doesn't he? It gets the punchline yeah. wrong. It says, oh, George Michael. Yeah. I, I love when he does something wrong. Like I love, I know he doesn't really do it much in some ways. When he, he sort of taps one on the shoulder, what he goes, say, I say, just walks away, you know, like as if like he's fucking, he's fucking, he don't know what to say. There's no comedy there. And he sort of walks, oh, I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kill yeah. me. I love all that. I love that with Brent. But but he's he's setting the tone, isn't he? With these inappropriate jokes, he's setting that poor tone in the office, I think. And just, because oh, he's going on about, you know, again, he, he, he uh, his best mate's, she's his best mate's daughter. So, you know, He's quite protective of her, but he's telling these fucking jokes. And when he tells the one about Michael Jackson and, and West Ham and forever blowing bubbles, he even does the wanking sort of mo yeah. motion with his hand. Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Fucking so bad. But that's, that's where we come back to. You know, he's doing that. And that's where Jennifer comes in. And one of the things I, I love about this uh, this series, Chris, is just... It's the background actors as well, you know. So you've got Brent, and he's just fannying about, isn't he? He's just messing about with Tim. Again, you've got this spectre of redundancies hanging over the whole company right now, and he's just practicing his moonwalk and telling dirty jokes. And Jennifer walks into the office, and one of the things I'm going to nitpick here because Brent's sort of doing his Michael Jackson impressions and moonwalking back into the office and Jennifer gives him a big sort of friendly smile and I, I just think in that moment it should have been one of absolute disdain <laughs> quite honestly yeah. you know she is being kind of friendly but to me it looked a little bit more than that and I think quite honestly the actress was probably just 
trying to hold it together because <laughs> you've got yeah. Ricky Gervais there acting like a knob. Um, but yeah, that's that's the that's the only time though I've seen someone in the background and I thought, yeah, that's that's not perfect. So it's not no. not so much. Well, it is a little bit a tiny, tiny criticism, but in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. But I did just notice that this time. No, you know what? I'd never even noticed. She says, "Don't she? You're busy." And then David does the old classic. It's just uh, you know, I'm just trying to motivate the staff. The staff, you know, like old classic line, but. This whole bit with Jennifer now for me is gold, Dave. It's like the last 10 minutes of the show and I am fucking pissing myself laughing at this. I mean, obviously we start with Gareth. In the subplot, he's Gareth's doing, Gareth Keenan investigates. He's got Keith and he keeps like absolutely nervous as hell and then he's riding roughshod through the office. Nobody's <laughs> fucking buying into it at all. Yeah, Gareth Keenan investigates. Investigates. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way that Keats like again because he's so deadpan, but he's answering the the questions. You know, he's asking uh, answering binary questions with exactly the opposite answer. You know, was it you? Or, or do you know who did it? Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> do I make mean. you nervous? No. I mean, yes. All oh, right then. Um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. But Chris, the the for me, this episode takes a weird turn where it's still hilarious, but fuck me, it it takes that cringe factor and just ramps it up another notch from beyond where it was in episode one. You know, he's <laughs> Neil over at the Swindon branch has done all these, has put all these measures in place. You know, he's frozen. Uh, price increase uh, he's frozen pay rises he's put a stop to overtime <laughs> he's done all these things uh things uh, expenditures above 100 pounds are you know have to be approved by him and david's like oh i was gonna do 90 <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, just, no. he's done absolutely the square root of fuck all but he's just trying to blag it and then he's <laughs> he's talking about making someone redundant who doesn't even exist you know this julie anderton and it is so fucking uh, see-through but chris what do you make of when they actually go down to the warehouse oh my god dave there's no way you could I, I even in 2001 this was not appropriate behaviour, was it? So you've got, it makes me laugh, it's Taffy, the warehouse manager or supervisor. He's um, Dingy's dad, bloody Jay's dad out of the in-betweeners as well. Yeah. He plays basically the same part. He just plays a career twat, doesn't he? Yeah, basically, yeah. He's, he embarrasses Jay at every time, <laughs> calling son a virgin and everything, doesn't he? He's just absolutely frozen. And they're all there watching somewhere. And, and Dave is like talking. And, and then it's, she's there trying to get a word in edgeways to, and it's always says, I'm watching my dog give his dog one and all this. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? David is shitting it. And she's looking at the, before that, she's looking at the, I know as, as someone who was a buyer, Dave, and, and, and used to have the worry about, you know, stock flow and profit mm -hmm. and all that stuff. She's looking at, he's got far too much stock in there. And she's saying, yeah. you, you need to put a thingy on this. And like, oh my God. You know, I just say, what the hell are you carrying all this for? Obviously, <laughs> just lets them do whatever they want. But fucking Taffy's dialogue to Jennifer, Dave. Oh. Fucking hell. Even I was cringing. I'm like, oh my. And even though it's part of the show and it, it's supposed to be funny, it's fucking really bad, isn't it? It is really, really bad. And, and, Fucking hell. I, like I say, even in 2001, I, I think this is stretching it a bit, you know, but it just goes to show how everyone is taking the piss at this company. You know, the, and the fact that Jennifer, she, she's actually, when I look at it now, she's pretty fucking lenient, really, isn't she? Yeah. Um, you know, the, for me, it's when, you know, old Taffy, Glynn there, when when uh, Jennifer's saying, you don't look very busy, and he goes, do you want me to get busy? Gazza likes some posh. <laughs> and, oh and then she God. storms off. And then you get this old guy, he goes, what she needs is a good shagging. And fucking Brent, <laughs> instead of like fucking coming down on him, like a ton of bricks, like you would expect, they fucking has an obligation to do, utterly unacceptable. He goes... I might bloody have to do now. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> 
no respect for him whatsoever, have they? Not a fucking... There's not one iota of any of these conversations. He's, he's correct anyway. But like you say, Brent, trying to be everyone's friend, Dave, again, it's fucking brilliant. Honestly, I know the first episode had me crying out loud, but some of the bits in this, I was laughing and cringing. And I loved, I loved this fucking, it's the awkwardness of David Brent because he's at the moment now, we're two episodes in, he's getting absolutely found out and he is an absolute yeah. jo- a joke of a manager. It's so funny. It really is. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll come back again in a bit to how he actually deals <laughs> with that. But I think this was a, I want to say a, an episode low point, you know, because I, but I, and I don't mean I don't enjoy it. It's just horrendously uncomfortable to watch. And, you know, I just think, like I say, for me, it ramps it up from where it was in, in episode one, just in terms of utterly, not just incompetence, but fucking. <laughs> Just absolutely inappropriate behaviour, uh, and and a, a whole warehouse that's completely out of control. You know, no one's doing any fucking work. They're just watching. I mean, Chris, of all your stories, have you ever just stood around with the lads and watched dogs shag each other? And Not everyone really, was Dave. transfixed on the, on the video, weren't they? That was, that was another thing that dates it a bit. But um, yeah. I mean, back upstairs in the in the office, you've got Gareth. Gareth Keenan investigates and he's talking to Donna and even though she's on work experience (laughs) she's not giving him any respect but Gareth is just taking it as an opportunity to uh to sweet talk her a bit and he's like you know going on about well you can be sensitive isn't isn't Schindler's List a great film context at all anything to get his leg over it's fucking ridiculous (laughs) fucking ridiculous it is and he's saying i don't want you to think of me as a boss it's like you're not you're not yeah (laughs) he's like well i'm more senior than you so i am and um oh but that's when that's when he you get the talking heads and he's telling us that you know office romances <laughs> you know you don't want to go there i've had them before you know not here but i've had loads before <laughs> it just reminded me you know when you were back at school and like you've got someone who's like oh yeah i've got a girlfriend but uh, you know she goes to another school she's not from around here <laughs> or you know someone comes back oh yeah i met someone from holiday just you mentioned about jay from from the in-betweeners just just like that isn't it he's just spouting utter utter shit but again chris this episode for me i know we're only two episodes in but this wins the award for being so utterly uncomfortable and inappropriate because he's going on about you know again his time in the ta and the fact that you know you shouldn't probably have gay people in the army chris because if you're in battle are they going to be looking at the enemy or they could be looking at me and it's the way he goes "Mm, he looks tasty in his uniform (laughs) so wrong (laughs) it's fucking terrible isn't it but then he does the old he says says he's not homophobic because he's got Queen George Michael Pet Shop Boys in his collection and then he says Chris at a fucking horrendous but he goes they're all bummers (laughs) so bad (laughs) So bad, David. <laughs> it's, just, it's like Brent, isn't it? In episode one, where he was kind of going, ooh, racist. And you see, there's, there is that racism in him. But he's trying to play around it and pretend that he isn't. And again, you can see Gareth here is utterly homophobic. But he thinks because he listens to Queen and George Michael, you know, that makes him not homophobic. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. You know what, Dave? So, so for me, this end bit is just gold. So fucking, she's having a go at David going, I am not putting up with that ever again. And he just, instead of saying, I'm going to bollock him, you will never, I'll make him up. He goes, just don't go down to the warehouse again. And she's like, that's not the point. And then, you know, when he said that, I was fucking, my stomach went. I was like, oh, did you just fucking really say that? But it's when he's saying to her, like, the, the worst thing about it is, it's put a picture in my head <laughs> yeah. of you on all fours, literally being done doggy style. And Gareth walks in and he's like, oh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Gareth's got that seedy look and he's just hey, that's going in the wank bank and he's just looking oh, at a dead city. Just it's brilliant. Again, you know, Jennifer's playing this kind of businesswoman, but the amount that she's putting up with here is fucking horrendous. I, I, there are multiple times over uh, that they should have all been all been fucking fired at this point. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. And then Gareth then starts telling David that he's caught the culprit. And Jennifer's like, this is a meeting. And he's like, no, no, it's about sharing pornographic images around the business, around the company. <laughs> and he fucking starts going on. And you can see him perving, can't you, Jennifer's legs again. Yeah, but it's when he's yeah. fucking, Gareth's going on about searches. And you can see David go pale, clammy. He's like, oh, what's he? I think we should delete all that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, let's yeah. look at your internet history. No, 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 no. His fucking arse goes, doesn't it? <laughs> when Gareth goes to ch- go into the search history and he's like, uh, just out of interest, I mean, how can you delete this history? <laughs> but like you say, he gets lots and lots of eyefuls in, doesn't he, of, of Jennifer's legs again. And I thought it was really clever the way the camera angle was because you could see her kind of crossing her legs in the forefront and you could just see david's eyes constantly like veering over to to have a good gore pattern and um but then she she uh i can't remember what what exactly sets her off but she she does start to get a bit more um angry about it and she's saying this is just a a big joke to you isn't it it's just seedy little boys club yeah Yeah, it's a boys club yeah and um you know, she 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 actually triggers him. She manages to get a rise out of him, and she basically says, "He's if you're not man enough to do this, then I'll do it myself." And that's and that what is... sets him off. Yeah, he's like, "Not man enough, not man enough." Right, watch this. Fucking goes at Tim, doesn't he? At Tim, Tim goes at Tim. <laughs> Wait, what's this? It's on your PC. It's yeah. come from your thing. Blah blah blah. And Tim's like, "What?" And she's like, "Looking." <laughs> whole office is now fucking piled around Tim's desk because he's being accused of it Allah like me Dave you know it's very similar <laughs> this uh, at least there wasn't a philosophy of 20 people or something fucking gawping at me when I got accused of it but the, 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 and then he just goes well David it's from your good friend your best friend Chris Finch because he thought as your best friend it would be really funny and then he does fucking squirms doesn't it absolutely he doesn't know what to do Dave and that for me is just comedy gold absolutely yeah. brilliant it is brilliant I just love the way he goes he's like you know you know I like a laugh Tim but porno laughs are not funny and you're taking the piss <laughs> Yeah, because you sent me that fucking as a one-line text, and I'm like, With no context. What the at fuck all have I done here? It. Yeah, I'm thinking, have I sent somewhere? And your fucking kids have opened your foot. What have I sent here? What you know? In our famous WhatsApp groups, I'm like, what the hell have I done here? Dave's fucking bollocking me. I honestly, my ass fell out. I was like, what the hell have I done here? And then you were like, you've not watched the second episode, have you? Bastard! No, I haven't. Sign of a guilty conscience that day, but yeah. it is a bit, isn't it? But I fucking love that line porno laughs are not funny what the hell's a porno laugh oh, but um but the horrendous. guy is it is it malcolm i think it is uh yeah who goes all oh, right so it's okay now that it's chris finch is it and i at this point i can't understand i can't comprehend chris how it can get worse but it does <sighs> because he says right i'm gonna gonna let go of a good rep just because of a joke right so he picks up the phone and he's saying yeah yeah sorry i'm gonna have to let you go yeah yeah it's because of the joke and jennifer puts on the speaking uh the speakerphone and it's the fucking speaking clock isn't it to me the time sponsored by Acris will be <laughs> she just goes pathetic doesn't she yeah. everyone dispersed and Tim fucking brilliantly goes has anyone got the time anyone got the right yeah. time and it goes off I like to think that, that I would come out with a line like that but it was brilliant the way he just said oh, it and amazing. especially because he just had strips torn off him you know he's wrongly accused um of this stuff and and then you know almost being fired so um no it's horrendous but this is one of those chris where i i just cringing so much you're almost like watching it between your fingers you're like oh it surely can't get any worse at all 
but it can. Um, <laughs> yeah, it can. So, I mean, uh, what's your overriding thoughts about this this one? Well, Dave, I want to just quickly talk about my favourite scene in the whole episode, if you don't mind. My favourite scene is, without doubt, the one when he's talking to Jennifer about being on all fours, getting it doggy style. <laughs> that, for me, when it pans to Gareth and Gareth looks at the camera and looks over dead seedily, and, and, and it's just the way Ricky Gervais or David Brent is, like, hunching over like she's on all fours. And it's fucking so yeah. wrong. It's fucking brilliant. I know there's some brilliant bits in this in the warehouse and that, but that bit especially is just like, he has no clue of boundaries or anything, David Brent. He pretends it because he's a manager and he's obviously supposedly in the background been on courses for diversity and stuff like that, but he doesn't fucking believe it, Dave. It's so good. Yeah. And I'm glad you remembered about our favourite scene section because I completely <laughs> forgot, quite honestly. So I was more focused on the, the narrative of the story. So I think for me, one of the things that I didn't mention, which I really enjoyed, was, uh, you know, Gareth's office. And he's obviously, before that, he's had a bit of a, a back and forth with David. You know, again, a bit like Brent, because Gareth is little Brent, isn't he? Yeah. And, you know, he negotiates that he can use the office while the investigation's going on. And it's when he interviews Dawn and Tim together, which, you know, a bit of a schoolboy error because they obviously like a bit of a practical joke and stuff. And he's this quick dialogue back and forth where he's saying, uh, you know, I'm not going to fire you. And Tim's like, because you can't. <laughs> then he's like, well, I'm special. And he's like, special needs child. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's, Tim is just too quick for him. And then so in the end, it, Gareth just completely gives up on his investigation. He's like, right, we're done. <laughs> you know? So I think I, I really enjoyed that bit where, you know, Tim and Dawn are just absolutely ripping the piss out of Gareth. Fucking brilliant. And another great episode, Dave. I really, really enjoy going back over this and again you know we've started this pod project as you said at the top of the show it's just a pure passion thing we love this and and the stories we've got all sorts of past leases i've been racking my brains and they're still stories now but i can't really say them because i'm still working there day so <laughs> places that i used to work so i'm just hoping my memory holds up but uh no it's been brilliant and if you've got anything story-wise or anything you want to sort of send in to me and dave and read out and if you want to delete names or whatever then get them into us guys Back to the Office podcast. I said back to the Office pod last week, so I apologise because I sent the bloody email up, everyone. It's back to the Office podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, at back to the off. That's O-F-F, back to the off. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed it today, Dave. And uh, have you got any deciding things before we go out? Well, Chris, I'd like to finish off with possibly one of my favourite lines for just being utterly ridiculous and perfectly delivered by the Brent Meister General. And he simply says, I will not have her tunnel banded around this office willy-nilly. Once I was a young man All I thought I had to do was smile
Sing a song of sixpence for your sake And drink a bottle full of rye Four and twenty blackbirds in a cake Bye. 